Come on. Pops, don't do me like that. But, gentlemen, let's get this thing started, man. What is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to another episode of the Half Court Podcast. This is the revamp, you know what I'm saying? I got A.V., Right beside me, and we got a new member. We got my guy, Marco. Yo. Marcos. Marcos, yeah, my Marcos, bad. Man. I, I want to We got to find a nickname, man. Cool. He let him in the team. He don't even know his full name. We got to find a name, man. But uh, Marcos, man, shout out to him. He reached out to us. He listened to one of our podcasts where we were like, man, if we can find somebody that's willing to help us, you know, want to be an intern from the Half Court Podcast, feel free to hit us up. He listened to that episode. He was like, hey. I'm that guy, man. I got y'all. So, uh, Marco, introduce yourself, man, and tell the people what you got going on so they can kind of know you. Uh, well, I'm a photographer, uh, but also I am a graphic designer as well. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I kind of do both inside. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, when you do, you do also uh, barber barber stuff too? Yeah, right. Yeah, you, I you do mentioned that too. That? Yeah. yeah. So, so, I'm kind of doing everything, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to you for that, brother. Um what do you like to do on your time off, man? Well, mostly I try to, you know, work on what, uh, let's say, uh, try to, you know, put myself out there because, I mean, you know, you never know there's more opportunities out there for yourself, you know, so I put myself out there. Oh, I try to at least. Yeah. And so, what, yeah. what got you, uh, you know, like saying like, all right, I'm going to hit these motherfuckers up and I'm going to join this crazy madness and shit. Well, I was like, you know, like. I saw the podcast and then I was like, well, man, it's going to be fun. So I was like, you know what? If there's like more opportunity out there and we can get ourselves out there more, you know, like get more views and more subs and, you know, basically help people out. Then I think that's a that's a good idea. You know, so why not? Hell yeah, man. And that's much appreciated, man. I think, uh, you know, when we do these revamps, you know, we're going to definitely be us three just talking our shit, just, you know, getting it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Marco's here to help us with the marketing and and, and just ways to improve because we want to keep bringing the quality to you guys so y'all stay tuned for that it's a lot of we fire the younger vision so. we needed the yeah exactly the younger vision because it's i think it's well balanced right now and uh you know it's 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 gonna keep growing so what is go what's up with you bro not shit bro i've been chilling i've been chilling. cutting hair cutting yeah. a lot of hair at yeah. the barbershop and um just doing different things man trying yeah. to Still stay, working stay out? at peace. That's really the biggest one. Yeah, bro, I'm actually sore as fuck right now. Man, bro, it's a difference, bro. It's crazy how you can fucking get to that level of like losing weight and fucking. Because, bro, I looked at the fucking ad we did, and you look fucking round, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy now. It's like, and it, I can get fat quick, so that's crazy, bro. It's like, crazy. I gotta stay focused because yeah, I can, I can get back in like a month and a half too. I'll get fat again. That's crazy. You know, it is crazy, man. So. Yeah, um, I've been staying active, bro. That's really been the biggest thing is just staying, keeping my mind busy on positive things. And yeah, yeah, just trying to get it, um, get this barber license because I've been, I failed the the test, bro. So you did? did? Well, I passed the practical, but I didn't pass the written. So I've been just studying on this app that I got and uh, trying to use the best of, of uh, like do the best of using my time because uh, I would find myself a lot of times like at the shop I'm sitting down or. I'm like, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? So I can just study different mm-hmm. shit. Uh, is it, like, hard in a sense of, like, they're confusing questions? <laughs> it's let, them, just, let, let them young barbers know, brother. It's a curriculum, basically. So the book is, like, 21 chapters. So you're looking at, like, 
like permanent waves, uh, different hair texture stuff, like color. There's a chapter on chemistry. There's a chapter on electrical stuff. There's a that's a lot, huh? Uh, yeah, like you kind of you got to know a lot of little dates and just little little things that. If you, it's kind of like the driver's license. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't read that book, you're not gonna pass it. Most likely, I mean, it's a lot of things that really, uh, as a barber, like sometimes you, you know, we don't think about. Like a lot of people think it's just cut hair and that's it, but there's a lot more to it. You know, there's, there's taking care of your machines, making yeah. sure, like, you know, that you notice the skin types and sensitive skin, and you know, it's a lot of shit that goes. That, and then once you get in the barbershop, like you have to know certain, just how to deal with people too, because. Mm-hmm. We're on 29th, May and 29th, so that's like, you see all kinds of people. Sometimes people come in there that are on drugs. Sometimes people come in there that are on edge and shit. Dude, that's all your story, man. Like, man, it's, exactly. it's wild. Like, it is. Uh, it's like a jungle. On Saturday, the homie DR was about to f- f- get in a full fight in there, basically. Like, somebody came in here, in there, tried to G-check them, and they went back and forth. So, like, me and Steve had a... Figure so that out, and so there's a lot of shit going on that you just have to know how to handle. Uh, to be honest, the all the stuff at school is kind of some bullshit. Um, but yeah, being in a barbershop is some is some shit. Yeah, I, especially over there in the south side, it's uh, a lot of action going on. You got to be on your toes because mm-hmm. if not, shit, you'll get eaten by them lions, man. But <laughs> hell yeah, bro! Hopefully, you know you get it on this second time and shit. You got to pay for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, this is the way it works. Like, since you asked, uh, it's 1,500 hours, so you have to go to school. Uh, Usually, you got to pay, I don't know, from like 4,000 to 12,000 in tuition. And then after you do those 1,500 hours, then you have to go enroll at the state board to take your test. So they'll give you a date. You get that over the mail. You go take the test. So it's like the practical and the written at the same time. You have to take all your shit labeled, and it's, like, very detailed. If you miss anything on there, then they don't even let you in the building. So mm. I'm glad I passed that part because that, that was some bullshit. Like, yeah. So okay. after you do that, either you pass or you don't, and then you have three tries. So mm. I got two more. Wait for So what happened is if you fail? You got to go back to school for 200 hours for review. Oh, damn. If you fell again twice. So, like, if let's say you're in the perfect scenario where you have the money for the tuition or fast was paying it. You have all that money, and then uh, you have some money saved up. That's like the perfect scenario because mm. you're basically going to have to be at school from 9 in the morning to 5 p.m. It's like a full-time job yeah. for 10 months. If you can do that, you'll finish it in 10 months. I couldn't do I didn't do that. So That's hard. It took me like two years. Because think about it, you know, some shit. your average person that's working a job is actually – you know, I have to work at that time, that nine to five, that eight to four. So think about this. This is basically what I had to do. Like on top of all the payments I already had, like my car payment and all this other shit, I quit my job and then I fucking threw another payment on myself because it was like $500 a, m- a week, a month that I had to pay for school because they, they broke down in payments or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I quit my job and I threw another payment on top of that. So yeah, you quit your job and got to get in debt even more. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. Jesus. But it worked out. Yeah. It was stressful as fuck, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Started okay. smoking Newports and shit. Fuck. I <laughs> <laughs> was a, a roller coaster, bud. But shit pays off, man. I feel like those are the the tests that, you know, um, 
God and they, you yeah, know, they bro, put you, you have through. to pass those to to yeah. make it in the. If not, I wouldn't be able to be in the shop right now. You know, like uh, basically when you finish school, they give you a permit. So until you pass the test, you're good to be working and blessed, bro. Because like uh, that time, this time I got into it with my dad, like I was able to just hop right back in the shop mm-hmm. and start making money. So that's good. That's a blessing for sure. That's good, man. So. Um, let's get this episode rolling, man. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk about some stuff. You know, we're going to talk about the Joe Button beef with, I don't know if it's with, uh, what is it, Rory and, uh, yeah, Rory and Maul. And then Academics had a piece of it. Uh, we're also going to talk about J. Cole's album. And we're also going to mention the information of the day and pretty much go from there and see where, where we at. You know what I'm saying? So, um, let's start off with that, man. Uh, the, the Joe Button thing. Are you guys are up to date with that shit? What's going on there? Honestly, I didn't even... I didn't even watch that. Yeah, man, I've been watching a lot of shit about it uh, just because it's it kind of pertains to what we do. And uh, I've been in situations like that before where you're working with business partners and then they like you start out with a good vision and then shit goes south and you have to start all over or whatever, you know. So I've been in situations like that so I can kind of relate. And then I've been watching both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly think, man, that. Joe Budden just has issues, bro. Mm. I really do think... I think Joe Budden has, like, ego issues and, like, personality disorder or some mm. shit. Like, I think he may be bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, mm. I mean, I honestly think he always has something to say, you know? Like, don't doesn't matter who it is. It's always someone, you know? It could be the case. Um, it's very interesting, you know? It's very interesting that after so many years, they fucking are going separate ways, but... And the thing is, too, that... Maul was friends with Biggs So Biggs was a part of Rockefeller And Rockefeller You've seen what happened with Rockefeller mm-hmm. So Mal, Like he's been knowing that How the How the Game is You know So he was just Vulnerable And He gave Joe the benefit of the doubt You know mm-hmm. He And he thought he wasn't gonna He, he thought Joe wasn't gonna fuck him over But Joe wasn't playing. Ah <laughs> uh, man, uh, if anything, bro, let's get. Uh, I think uh, let's get our guy Alex on the line. Uh, he follows Joe Button heavily, so I want to hear his opinion on this situation and and kind of yeah, see what he it. thinks. So let me let me ring his line real quick. You know what I'm saying? But from yeah, seeing both sides, I think I'm a I'm a right with Rory and and Ma on this one, man. Hey, what's up with you, bro? You can hear us? Yeah, I can hear y'all. Hell yeah, bro. Appreciate you for taking the time, man. What, what's up with you, man? Not much, man. Got work. What's up with y'all? Not shit, bro. Just chopping it up. Just talking our shit, man. Uh, we just wanted to get your intake, you know what I'm saying, on that Joe Button situation. Kind of fill me in because I know you keep up with Joe Button, and I've been seeing shit, but I haven't taken the time to kind of, you know, see what's going on here. So just give us a, a little intake, insight on that shit. So when it came down to looking like this contract issue, uh, issues, um, it's kind of hard to explain all of it with it quick, but it's really what it comes down to. It really comes down to money and Joe's ego. Kind of oh, shit. Type being disrespectful. So when that type of stuff going on, then niggas start looking at the money, you know, and they start looking at other issues. So that's when it went downhill. And he wasn't really uh, communicating well, I guess, what you're saying. So in a, in a sense, what 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 was happening is uh, Joe was making more money than uh, he and he wasn't showing the accounting. Oh, and by the way, what's up, bro? I didn't even say what's, what's up. up. Bro? 
I'm over here stoned as fuck. I ate, I had some edibles. I'm over here just fucking feeling wavy as shit. Uh, well, okay, let me let's say like this. So both uh, Rory and Maul, the two co-hosts, they yeah. their contract. Basically, what they make money off of, they make money off a percentage of what the podcast makes. So they weren't getting like a base salary. So their income wasn't like a set income. It was always going to, you know, go up or down probably on how much the podcast was making. So mm. in saying that, since they got a percentage in the podcast, that means they get like, you know, accounting. They get all, they get like all the numbers of what the podcast is making so they can know how much they're making. So, so in so, saying that, Joe was kind of being weird about it. He wasn't showing them what they were actually making and shit like that. And and to me, yeah. that's that's kind of like it's not fair because I think they're just as important than Joe himself. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if anything, they yeah. should. You know what I'm saying? Right? It, like they should split it. You know what I'm saying? Like even. The thing is that uh, I think Joe is on that 48 laws of power type shit. That's that's basically what ended up happening. Like he just played them niggas basically. Agreed. Yeah, yeah so that's what everyone thinks. They think maybe he was trying to get them out the door anyway, and vice versa. Like maybe they wanted to go anyway. So there's a lot of other behind the scenes that they ain't talked about yet. But do you think the podcast is still going to be doing what it was, or or do you think it's going to die down a little bit? Oh, fuck no, no, hell no. I think that's just going to go down. I'll give it about to the end of the year, I think. Because he, he, he thinks he can just replace it with anyone, but I, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's always going to be off. And he just replaced. Did you watch? Did you watch their response? Yeah, I actually did. I paid for it. They did like a little two dollar thing. They put it up. I watched the response. And that's basically all they said. Like they've been asking for the you know the accounting numbers and what you know all the numbers, the finances basically for a couple of years, and they never got it. And then from what it looks like, Joe was basically um, telling them what it was and to their face, and they thought it was a joke. He, they, they thought that this whole time he was being sarcastic, but he wasn't being sarcastic. He was literally telling them to their face, like, this is my shit, and y'all work for me. Yeah, see, I don't think, I, I don't think, bro. That the, motherfucker did them dirty. I'm saying, bro. That's fucking crazy, like. And if you look at it, I mean, it's like you said, Alex, like he, it's an ego thing because uh, when he went on that radio show, he, you know, had that, how he fired that that lady yep. out of nowhere. And like it was kind of weird and shit. You like know? the common, like I think Charlemagne said it, the common denominator is always Joe. He's always. Uh, yep. right, right. So, damn, that's so what do you think Joe goes yeah, like, from? Even, uh, I think you're talking about Marissa Mendez. Uh-huh. Uh, she, was a, she was on the original host, like from, from like. So like seventy seven episodes, yeah. Fired her out of nowhere, like just out of nowhere. And if you guys she look, said, if you guys look back like, at the, those very you know. Damn, at the hot ninety seven interview, that's really why Rosenberg and that girl were being a dick to Joe because that's what they were saying yeah, yeah, that exactly. they were saying that Joe never appreciates the people that truly love him. Like he, they're like, why do you always treat people like shit that love you? Like that doesn't make any sense. That's what Rosenberg was saying. Um, yeah, she, she said the other day, um, I watched the interview she did, and she said, Joe could convince you that your name is not your name. Like, that's how manipulating he is. Uh-huh. Mm. He's very good with words. Like, he really can convince you of some shit and make you feel dumb and make you feel weird when in reality he's the one doing the shit. But, um, that's what, what it comes down to. His ego got too big. He's yelling at them, acting different. They said the nigga was buying designer clothes and shit out of nowhere. Like, they were just confused on what the hell was going on. Maul said, anybody that wear those type of hats, man, you know that they're changing. <laughs> yeah. No, fact, yeah. He started wearing designer hats and shit, and everyone was like, what the fuck? I mean, he has a personal driver. I mean, you got to think about it. He has a driver. 
Like, what's the need for all that? Like, he just has a lot of He's being extra. I'm shit. not going to lie, man. I would have a personal driver, too. I, 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 I fucking hate driving. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you got to think, though. It's like, if you got a personal driver, then your homie driving, he's driving himself, too. Or if he's taking an Uber every day, every time they do the fire, kind of look kind of skeptical. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Hell yeah. Uh, what's the deal with uh, DJ Academics, too? Because I've been seeing them all around, too. What's good with him? Uh, him and Rory have had this ongoing beef for a long time. Rory and uh, the other co-host basically always said that, you know, DJ Academics was kind of like a, you know, kind of like a punk, and they thought he was on drugs, and they would just say, you know, Chatty Patty. Singing, like really ballads. So uh, he kind of went at them, and then Rory ended up, I don't know if it's for sure or not, but he says Rory shut up his house and put like a card in the mailbox, put like a, put, put like a little joke on the card, trying to make it, you know, trying to threaten him in a way. And he was also tweeting out his zip code, like saying, you know, congrats on the new house. Cause Rory, I mean, uh, DJ Academics has just moved. You mm. gotta mention. He got that. He got that bag. He got that bag. Bag. Shit. Yeah, DJ Academics got that guap. So uh, Rory. So that guy, that's been going on for a while now, though. Him and DJ Academics going at it for a while. Academics basically just—he was saying that they were, they were employed, and that's what I think probably made them even more pissed is that Academics has so many followers. So now that he's painting that narrative that. There were some fucking bums that Joe just like took off the street or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah, academic academics is basically on Joe's side, and he's just trying to help help his buddy out, I guess. Shit. Yeah, no, but DJ Academics smart though. That's the thing. That's one. That's one thing he talks to Rory and all them about is, you know, Joe Joe's trying to get academics to go with him to do a bunch of things, but Rory, Rory, I mean, DJ Academics always told him like. No disrespect, but I just don't want to do business like that. I want to do my own business, get my own lawyers, my own managers, because Joe has a history of doing bad business. Mm. So you kind of got to tell the co-host, like, yeah, y'all got screwed, but, like, y'all knew what the fuck y'all get into, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's like J. Cole said, what, uh, f- fool me once, shame on me. Uh, I don't know the, the rest of it, but <laughs> <laughs> you ain't fooling me again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, yeah. That's true. They, they were kind of naive about it. But I mean, like, they, they kind of said in the response, like, that's like their brother. They didn't expect the nigga to do no weird shit to them. So they always just let shit slide. Cause like, oh, no, nah, that's like our brother, like, for real. So, I mean, I, I, like you said, you can be naive sometimes and think that people ain't going to do shit to you, but then they will. That shit's going to bite him in the ass sooner or later. That's what I'm going to tell you, shit. Cause. And the, yeah. I mean, the, I think it is now, though. I mean, it's, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what y'all think, but, like, this is, like, the third or fourth time with some big shit like this going on with the company. They're leaving them and mm-hmm. smashing them and then having issues with friends. Like, this is starting to get bad for them. It looks like to me, I think. Do you think Rory and Ma are going to start their own podcast? No, nah, no. Nah, they both just talked about it. They don't really like podcast and they just you know end up doing it with joe and it got big uh-huh. i don't think they're going to but they'll probably hop on other people's podcasts or something but i doubt they'll do their own oh interesting yeah That's i think they should work. i mean y'all know yeah I, I mean i think they should i mean they and that was one of the things that a lot of people were saying that <clears throat> joe was basically the one putting in all the work and they were just showing up so um that's the thing though, we never know what they actually discussed or what the what the deal really was, you know, so that's what sucks about that. Like it's um Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, hell yeah. If they didn't if they didn't put it on paper from the from the gate, then that's really what everything is, you know, up for grabs. Like who's who's set telling the truth, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those. But shit, we'll keep in touch on that shit. But hey bro, I appreciate you for taking the time, man. Uh shit was lit. Good ass information. 
Of course, bro. And when, when y'all want me on again, let me know. I'll come back on there and we'll talk some shit. Uh, hell yeah, bro. I'll definitely holler at you, bro. Take it easy, man. All right, bro. Take it easy, man. But yeah, man, bottom line with that, I think is it comes down to communication and that's with anything. Like you got to lay the cards on the table just like we did. Like we're going to do 50-50. So the TV, you put, you know, we split it exactly. down the middle. So at that point, I mean, how can we fuck each other over if we're both 50-50? It tells you, bro, like the, you know, money can really be uh, uh, like it can change you because you see the the big amount and you just start saying like fuck i want to get this bigger amount and i need to find a way to finesse and give my other uh you know peers yeah and it's like bro if y'all making money nigga like find a way y'all can scale it together like why you being greedy that's why that's what rory was saying that a lot of times he wanted to like let's say they got a check he'd be like man let's give it to the camera people let's give it to the that way they can be happy and we can all keep. And then Joe would be like, no, nah, th- that's not how we're going to do it. And, you know, so basically Joe was kind of pimping them and he was he was controlling where the money was going and everything. So but that's what I, that's what I'm saying that you, we never know what the deal was. Mm-hmm. If if that was just his podcast and then, you know, uh, yeah, the communication. So I think that's the biggest thing with any content creator. Like if you guys are in a team. Make everything clear, you know, clear. like with yes. Marcos, when he came up here, we said, look, this is what we can offer you. If you're cool with that, then, you know, I think that's what uh, we've been able to, you know, to this day, be keep it a hundred, like, keep it a hundred. I think it's the clarity. So anything bothers you or whatever you think is unfair, be like, man, fuck y'all. I'm gonna let y'all know this. Yep. Can we fix it? And we'll be like, all right. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it's always been. Not bottling in and keeping anything bottled in because that's what happened with them. Rory and Maul probably felt some type of way and they were, they were still just showing up because they were getting paid. So they were just showing up like, fuck it, we're still getting paid something, you know, like, mm-hmm. but they weren't addressing how they really felt. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's all it is with that shit. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the bottom line is that. I mean, clarity is going to, you know take you a long way period. and then uh another thing that people do say that we haven't even done is keep, put everything on under but i guess we haven't had no real deal so right at that, at that point the moment we get do a have, bag then yeah. you sit down and say okay well what percentages because i feel like it's it, it all goes down like what we were talking about the other day like if you're doing let's say something like extra or whatever and then we can just divide it and make it fair for everybody you know what i'm saying like that's not a, that's not it that's like, not going to be an issue um basically what what do they call this Splitting the bag together. So when you get the money, you know you got this much money. Okay, how are we going to split this up? You know, yep. the workload and the money. So mm-hmm. you only want to do this? Okay, well, this is exactly. how much you get, you know. And exactly. I think that's really the, the best way to figure that out. And that's probably what they didn't do is they didn't sit down and make, have that uncomfortable talk of, mm-hmm. okay, so what, you know. A lot of people, yeah, they don't want to face that uncomfortable talk. And it's it can happen like and that's in general with family business friendship like that uncomfortable conversation is something that I relationships feel like, with girls yeah. like if there's some really i think that's the biggest thing in relationships is having those being able to at any point that you get bothered by anything is putting it on the table because then that's what happens like let's say you you keep your girl does something that you don't like and then you just keep it in and then down the line is going to more things are going to bother you and it's going to create like a domino effect and you're just going to fucking explode and be like, mm-hmm. I don't like this, 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 this. That's to where you can just fucking say it from the gate, like, you know, and yeah. avoid a lot of bullshit. It's one of those, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to keep an eye on that to see where they go and what, what Joe does because it's just, it's looking bad on him right now. I'm going to tell you He's that. looking crazy. He's looking really crazy. Uh, 
I don't know. Joe's going to be good, I think, man. I mean, if anything, he, he has so many plugs that he could probably do a show with academics or he could bring people on the podcast. I don't know. He might be able to pull pull through. Probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep an eye on it, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like he still could, but not... Like, not as a big as, I don't know. I feel like it's just, like, a lot I of people are not going to fuck with yeah, him. Yeah, a lot of people know his true colors now. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is the uh, J. Cole album. You know, off-season. J. Cole has been going crazy. Uh, he played so, what, so, what's up, man? Was he just, He's running out of things to do. The titles are all fucked up. Like, <laughs> They're like... Let's go ahead. I'm going to go live, bro, because like, like, I want to get... This nigga just got bored and then was like, okay, I'm going to put a space and a dot between every single... Um, he, de- he definitely made it uh, different, you know what I'm saying? So, let me go live here. And uh, the, the topic of this live session is going to be uh, J. Cole fans... Or J. Cole, like, rate the album. And I don't want Marco in this bitch. Not you, bro. The other right. Marco. Because he's going to rate <laughs> yeah. that shit negative zero. Okay, he so a hater. Zero. He a hater. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not going to lie. I probably won't listen to it again. So we got Dylan in this motherfucker. What up, Dylan? All right. Uh, let's see. Rate. My fucking God. This auto correction. Rate J. What do you rate it, Marcos? Have you listened uh, to it? Yeah, I listened to it. J. Cole. I, mean, I, I think I rated like a eight out of ten. To be honest, eight out of ten. Ow. I mean, like we got Alex. I mean, I feel like he could have had like Xander other Taylor than Twenty One Savage. I feel like he could have had some. Yo, other y'all rate uh, J. Cole's album, new know? album? That's what we're talking about right now. Rate I mean, J. Cole's. I can't hear you. This nigga over here. Is over <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad, bro. My bad. I feel like he could have had like uh, some other features other than Twenty One Savage. You know. <laughs> I mean, that's what I think. In hey, my, yeah, my I, opinion. I, I like that Murray. He had uh, the bro. That track is hard. With 21 Savage, bro, 21 but, killed that shit. Let me see how I But, yeah, that, that 21 Savage is featured on And that's the thing. Why didn't he put what, who's on them? Because I, I can't. Okay. You, you got to know the name of the song. Like, you know what I'm saying? On the, yeah. It doesn't say feature. Top Ben's yeah. in the it motherfucking building. It doesn't say the feature. You just got to look for it. Okay, so let's talk about it. All right, so mention track number one. We'll go track by track, and let's talk about it. Dylan says he hasn't heard it yet, bro. Get on it. Get on it. Hey, we ain't trying to get hit with that copyright, bro. So, uh, uh, you actually like know the you li- you listen to it that thoroughly? Like, you actually know song by song? <laughs> so I, I don't. I so, mean, I, I, and that's the thing. He didn't put the feature, so I wouldn't. Be, so I the 90, 95 South is that the first one? Yeah, that one's hard. I like was, that one. Was it Lil John? Was it Lil John? Because he didn't so. put the features. So I, it's <laughs> one of those. Like I listened to the album, probably like. A good. This is my thing with J. Cole. I was done after Born Center. After Born Center, I didn't listen to <laughs> any other. Yeah, I was cool on J. Yeah. Cole after Born Center. Okay, I mean, so if I'm being honest, like take I your ass to play like, some basketball now, bro. <laughs> I listened to like part of uh, each song, but I didn't listen to it all the way. So obviously, the one with Lil Baby, that shit's a slapper, just because when uh, the transition between J. Cole mm. spitting shit and then the baby kicking in. That shit was hard. Like, that was seamless. Like, I'm listening to that shit. I'm jamming, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, Lil Baby has, uh, he got the sauce, bro. You know what I'm saying? So which one's the best song out of it? Born Singer is his best album. Yep, see, that's what I was saying. See, was it Sinner? Born Sinner. Sinner, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, this one is good. Like, it's, I think it's number one. Um, I think uh, Marco says it needs more features, but... It shows you at the end of the day that but J. Cole still got it. J. Cole's not a feature artist, though. He, that's what I, yeah. 
That's what I said. Like he got, he got, he got bars. Like he definitely got bars. But, so what, what, what are we in life for? What are you going to so do? So I was seeing here, uh, so people can rate the album from a one to 10. What do you give it? I gave it an eight. That's what I said. Marco gave it an eight. I'll give it a, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I probably won't go back and listen to it ever again. So what do you rate it then? Six. <laughs> a six. Okay. Uh, like, I don't think it's going to be a historic album that was going down in the books as a classic. Like, oh, Top Ben says a solid 10. He rates it a solid 10. That's, he sounds like he's a... a like, I'm a J. Cole fan. Like a, I'm a fanboy. Like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, so I'm going to rate it a 7. Just because it's one of those where, like, I can listen to it one or twice, but it's not like I'm going to hop on your car and be like, bro, put that shit on. Like, put, we put played some it at J. the Cole. shop, and then it, was, it wasn't slapping. I'm going to tell you that. It's one of those where, like, the thing with J. Cole, he's very lyrical. Like he's probably you have to the, really sit there and the listen. Top. Yeah, the top. One of the like, top. listen to that shit on your own time type yeah. shit. So he's probably one of the top lyricism because he just got it, you know what I'm saying? Um But it's one of those where, yeah, it's I not, would say he is the, the top lyricist. You think? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> J. Cole, yeah, bro. His his catalog is retarded. Like top three. But I think I think to me, I was done after Born Center. Like he had the warm up and then he had like he had some really classic fucking albums, but I, I don't know. I just don't think these These last albums has been more of like bars. Like I feel like when you come out with an album, you you, you gotta come with the bars and you know what major and shit, but I feel like you also need to focus on He's getting that older one. too, bro. I, 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 maybe that's it. Yeah, that like, could be thir- he's like what, thirty six, thirty four or some shit like that? Yeah. Yeah, around there. I think him and Kendrick are the best when it comes to lyrics. Yeah, for sure. And then OGC22 says he gives it a nine. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a good album. It's I've just, another thing is, I've been liking like that retarded rap. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that, uh, I haven't really. That 6 9. Nah. <laughs> you crazy. Nah. Um, I've been, I don't know. I've been really liking like the Texas shit that's going on. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I, I definitely, yeah. So, I think Young Boy wasn't ready to uh, for the realness. That's that's really what it is with J Cole is that he's talking about a whole bunch of real shit. So a lot of times we're not ready for it. Like it's like, yeah. Um, if you're not really living like that, you you don't want to listen to that shit. Well, I think this album was more of to prove, like I still got this shit. That's we the thing. I don't think J Cole has anything to. Prove. I know. I know. It was just one like. Cause he says like, oh, if this album like, or if this flop, I'm ready. If it goes up, I'm ready. And like, he doesn't bro. give a fuck. Basically, at this like, point, I already like, made it. Yeah, exactly. So he proved that. Like, yeah, you still got it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, Forest Hill Drive was good. Actually, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that I didn't bump Forest Hills Drive a couple times, like back to back to back. But to he back. needs I was, to. I was probably that probably had that one in in the car for a while. He needs to make a. a, a, a it's hard to top, bro. Forest Hills Drive. Born Center, those are fucking epic albums. Yeah, so. Classics. I mean, I don't know if you heard for your eyes only, but I like yeah, I with that album too. That one, that one, that one's hard. Kod was okay, um, yeah. but for your eyes only, man, I think one of my favorites is the Neighbors. That shit, just the way he oh, just yeah. narrated that shit was fucking that, like, um, and it's based off of a true story. And I, I agree with you, bro. I think. If you look at J. Cohen, the way he's able to put a story into a song is fucking ridiculous. And I mean, on Born Center, he has a song with not. It's called the I Let Nas Down. So basically, what he's telling you is, is like uh, when he dropped that workout song, 
the you know what I'm talking about workout. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so that's, yeah. that's the one that kind of basically put him on uh, on a mainstream level. Nas, he was Nas. Nas was his favorite rapper. Like he says, uh, Tupac. Basically, Tupac and Nas were his favorite rappers. And uh, when Nas heard the workout, he said that she was trash. So somehow it got back to J. Cole. Like one of pe- Nas people told them that. Um, J- uh, they were like, damn, uh, yeah, Nas heard your shit. And he said it was, that shit was trash, bro. Like you should have kept that workout. one. Workout. Yeah. Like they were, they were like, why did he do that? You know? So in that song, I let Nas down. He's explaining to to Nas why he did that song. And he's saying that basically they, they, everybody kept telling him that he needed like a club banger. And uh, so well, I think that was a banger in general. Like, well, it was kind of corny. I guess that's what Nas was saying. But that's what J. Cole was, say, was saying in the song that at the end of the day, like, that's what he had to do to get on. So, you know, fuck it. Like, that's uh, that's what it is, basically. I, that's what I was. I, mean, I, I was expecting J. Cole to come out with something like that's like you can bump. Anywhere, whether it's the club, the car, you know what I'm saying? Like he got because it. He before got it, that, I see, I had heard the the who that who that who that you know that mm-hmm. was that was on the radio a lot, but that was more like for yeah work. I was like all the girls were bumping in, right, right. So that's what he needed to like blow the mm-hmm. fuck up. So I guess the hip hop heads were kind of like, but in that song he tells you like this fool used to uh, rip out like Nas's lyrics and hang them on his wall and shit like. Yeah. So this fool was uh like he would study the fuck out of rap rappers and shit. Yeah, he was able to develop those those skills, man. That shit is crazy. His like, flow is is crazy. He he hard with it, man. He hard with it. He definitely killed that shit. Um like we were mentioning before this twenty one Savage and the Mariah one, that 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 shit's hard. And he's it, a smart guy too, so I think that's another thing that he, he he's gonna be successful in other in, uh, in other ways. Like I, I see that fool like I don't know, helping kids and mm-hmm. I feel like he's gonna be big like that. Like him and Twenty One, bro, they make a good duo. No cap, they make like that. Uh, what it's was a good it? Contrast, a lot. Huh? A lot yeah, yeah, a lot was hard. And then this one, bro, Twenty One Savage fucking killed that shit. Like, why do you think Young Boy didn't show up to that session? Did you hear that about that? No, what happened there? So I guess Young Boy and J Cole were supposed to have a studio session, and J Cole was waiting for Young Boy for like eight hours, and Young Boy finally texted him and was like, "I'm not gonna make it. Like, I'm not feeling it. You know, I'm not feeling." The mm-hmm. vibe and shit, so he didn't end up showing up. And Jason. that would have been epic. But I think, I think what it was, what it is, is like Young Boy wasn't ready to have that conversation with J Cole or that, because ah. you know Young Boy is a hot boy, like he's on some. So and J Cole is like your big brother that right, preached to, to you or some shit. He did, he did. Like that's the thing with J so Cole. I, I think that's what I, that's what I think. I think Young Boy was like, man, I don't know if I'm ready for this fucking therapy session right now. Like. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a must because who knows if that therapy session would have kept young boy out, out of jail, you know? Yeah. Because if we look at a little. So, pump, guys, do you think, round in the comments, do you think if young boy would have showed up to that session, he, J. Cole would have kept him out of jail? That's the question right that's, there. That's a good question. That is a good question because it's like we can take the perfect example with Lil Pump. Lil Pump, they did an interview, J. Cole and Lil Pump, and you can clearly see that Lil Pump is not into that interview. It was a little awkward and shit, you know? J. Cole's trying to give him game. He's not and, trying to listen. And he's not trying to listen, right? It's like the dad and son conversation so type thing. So it tells you right now, if we compare numbers to numbers, 
J. Cole got it, bro. Yeah. Like, J. Cole's a GOAT, bro. I mean, he's, he's, uh, if you're in the rap game, you're gonna want to listen to J. Cole because he, he did it right without any negativity, any and, bullshit. And the fact <laughs> that he wants to, like, help you out and give you game, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that tells you a lot. You know what I'm but saying? But that's the thing, like, we always keep saying you can't, you can only take the horse to the water. You can't make him drink it. Like, so no matter how many times you tell somebody something, if they don't want to take it in, then, yeah. Then, so what is up with NBA young boy and shit and, and the memes with the fan base? Is it because his music is too aggressive? Where I see these funny, funny ass memes and shit. Yeah, I mean, have you listened to the young boy's shit? He's, I do. And, I just, and then he's just uh, always aggressive, always like yeah, so he's, he's, the mic, man. he's always on edge. I think he yeah. he has anger issues. He has. Bruh, I mean, he's going through it pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, bro, he's he he's he's been in the streets since he was a little kid. Like, if you see pictures, you'll see him with Fredo Bang and G Money and all them. He was a little ass kid, like kicking him with grown fools, basically. So he's been he has like eight kids with eight different girls and shit. Bro, it's fucking insane. I really thought he only had two, to be honest. <laughs> bro, no, he has like eight. He's yeah. only fucking like twenty or twenty one or something. You get a little taste of that fame, bro, and you stick your dick anywhere, huh? I mean, I guess so. That's, that's what he... Maybe he just wants to have a bunch of kids, you know? That's what a lot of people do. They're just like, fuck it, I want to spread my DNA everywhere. Oh, no. I can't do that. No. Maybe he just it. likes to hit it raw, bro. The, the homie... Probably, <laughs> that's probably one, bro. The homie's philosophy, he said, I'm going to have... Because he's like 30-something, so he's like... I'm like, are you going to have any kids, bro? He was like, yeah, bro, I'm about to start. And I was like, uh, how many are you going to have? He said, six. Uh, he was like, but they're all going to be with... He was like, this is my philosophy. They're all going to be with different baby mamas. And I was like, why? And he was like, because look at it. If I have six with one girl, that means that she's going to have to pay attention to six different kids. Like, you got to split your attention in six different ways. So he was like, if I have one with six different girls, that means that that girl is going to put all her love and thought into that one kid. So he's like, I'm just helping them out. <laughs> But what about what about That's him? Smart. Though? He's gonna put his stuff. That's fucking smart. Support. His child support's about to be fucked, <laughs> boy. But his tax return, though, he's gonna for real, son. Sheesh, um, man, that is yeah. All that shit is that's kind of smart, though. If you think about it, <laughs> uh, let me not get let me not get into it. Uh, like, so how are you gonna see them? He's like, oh, well, my house is gonna be the house that they go to when they want to do uh, reckless shit. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever come out with like a, where they put like a, a way where you can like put a switch in your balls and you're like, all right, I want to have a kid. So you flip that switch and nah, then you nigga. bust all kinds of nuts. Well, you can tie, what is it? Like the, tie your, tie your nuts. I guess or, so. No, girls tie their tubes. I don't know what guys do, but I think, I think they, they take they, like a little nerve that creates, done. but yeah, but it's like, I had a dream that I was, that, that, that I was, uh, uh, that I shot blank. So. <laughs> I don't know. I might, going I, may crazy. Have, I may have to go get myself tested, but I did have a dream one time that I that was shooting blanks for some reason. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It could be one of those where it's like. At what age are you gonna have kids? I don't know, bro. It's it's weird because to be honest, it's. I want to. I think I'm gonna have kids within the next like three years. I would say because I don't want to be an old ass fucking. I just don't. I'm not ready to to devote my attention. Like I'm still like. Focusing on myself and the ego side of myself. Like, yeah. I'm not ready to just shift that. And give it to another yeah, person. Yeah, because at that point, it's like, there goes my hustle and my dream. Like, I have to focus on my kid. I still can do it, but I feel like it's different. 
you know? Yeah. I guess whenever it happens, it happens, you know, but I'm, I'm first, not. first, you just got to find that girl that you're like, you know, well, all I guess in you're, for. Oh, yeah, not yeah. all in for necessarily, but you know, it's going to be, a, she's going to be a good mom at least. That's, like, that's key. Because I think you key. never really know what, with the relationships if it's going to fucking last forever, but yeah, especially I think nowadays. We got the example with Drake and shit. I which, think one thing, one thing to look at is like, is this girl going to be a good mom? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's really all. If you think she's a bum bitch, don't even. <laughs> bro, speaking <laughs> don't of that, do it. Um, we did like that video blew up, bro. Like it blew up a little bit. It got 12K views. Um, Look at us. About 50 comments. <laughs> so uh, we just need to keep putting that content out there. It, 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 it definitely got people talking and shit. So that was good. But it's it's scary, bro. I mean, you talk about their. We really don't know what happened. But, you know, based on rumors and shit, an eight year relationship was just out the window just because. Of an opportunity, so yeah, that's 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 what it is, though, man. I I think it's just a matter of knowing, like, um, if Chris Brown is trying to snatch your bitch, he's he's probably gonna snatch her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't do shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Bro, like, get your money up or learn how to dance or something. Like, yeah, bro, or shit, take a percentage. Like, or just take the L. How about that? Just go uh, find another girl. Or nah, bro, I'll be like, look, <laughs> look, honey. Chris Brown is going to snatch you for one night. That's it. He's going to hit them walls, try to get a contract, try to get a singing or a collab, whatever. Let's make some money off of this shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a businessman sometimes. Think about so, it. So, um, my fans only. I think you wanted to talk about my fans only. You were about to start. The, the homie over here wanted to start. Fans oh, yeah. Only. Yeah. He was like, let's talk about that. I mean, it, I think uh, it's, I, I don't know. It's weird because that it's like. We talked about it before, too. It's like, why pay to see some random chicks? So I guess cheeks? my fans only now is different, though. Like, like Madman Kevo's on there selling it credit depends. repair and, like, uh, it, telling people how to, you know, different little hacks. His and, is valuable, right? But a lot of, like, think about it. A female that doesn't have shit to offer but a good ass and a good body, then what, what do you think they're going to use their OnlyFans for? Yeah. To be honest, the, my stance on that now is, like... I don't know, man. It's weird. Everybody has to do what they got to do. It's a and, hustle. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't knock on it, but... Like, strippers and shit like that. Like, I'm not paying their bills, so what the fuck am I doing judging them, you know? Like, mm -hmm. and that's with anything, period. Like, if you're not paying anybody's bills or they're not... Fuck it. What they're... You know, that that's what they do for their money is they do for their money, so... I don't know if who. If somebody's making a good living off of my fans only and they're feeding their kids and their refrigerator's full and their rent is paid... Fuck what I gotta say, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I don't know, remember who said it, but somebody said like, "Why, why?" Jay Post said it. Shout out to the house. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but uh, somebody said like, "Why uh, pay for OnlyFans when you can when there's porn?" I don't remember who the fuck said it, but it's like out of support, maybe out of support. I mean, porn you get a lot more. You know what I'm saying? You get to see them walls and. You get to see a lot. I, I, more. I'm not a big. I, I don't know. I I never really been a big fan of porn. Like. I always feel dirty after a, a watch this shit. <laughs> like, it's just a weird feeling. Like, yeah, man, yeah. Man, I don't know how I feel well, about this shit. You still watched shit. a little bit of it, didn't you? Well, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I but it wasn't, like, it didn't, it wasn't like, a, right. some people are addicted to that shit. Like, they gotta watch it. I know a few people. Every, <laughs> yeah, bro, they gotta watch it yeah. every day type shit. Like, it's crazy. I mean, you look at Lamar Odom and shit, but, it, you know. Yeah, you, Lamar Odom was basically taking a. Uh, uh, Missing practice uh, He was taking a fine bro A fine Like they would find them When they were late to Basketball games So he was taking that fine To stay in the hotel room And beat his meat Like 
crazy. And it, it's it's true, bro. Like, I feel like when you, like, you get to that certain, like, that certain, I guess, I don't know if it's age or maturity or shit, like, where you're, like, you don't want that kind of energy. Like, yeah, when nah. you watch porn and shit and you masturbate, it's like, damn, bro, you wasted that sexual energy on that shit when you could have just learned how to control that and convert gym. it into something different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's a big thing with uh, sexual energy. And then uh, there's just a lot of bad things about porn. I guess, like, it'll... Fuck up your brain to think that that's how regular people fuck when yeah. it's not. Like, I don't even think... And there's uh, one video where this chick, I don't know, I think she's she's like, listen, I'm not going to front here and say, like, Hey, this is a little rated R, you know what I'm saying? If you're under the age of 18, skip, you know what I'm saying? Skip this part. But anyways, you know, I don't, in my opinion, she said, in my opinion, like, I don't think eight inches, I don't want that shit just ramming my walls and fucking it up. Like, I just not, that's, I don't know why and who thought this shit is cool, but I don't want you fucking up my guts and shit. So, like, this porn shit just fucks it up for everybody, you know what I'm saying? The porn, the music, all that shit, I think it's, uh, what did Lil Wayne say? Why have... Why have an inch when you can have 10? <laughs> like, it's just dumb shit like that. Like, it's like that stereotype that the dude with the biggest dick is the manliest man, you know? Yeah. And, and they just yeah, want it, like, all yeah, the way. Yeah, it's just mis- misinformation, bro. I think, did you ever, you remember those classes that we had back in uh, sex, what is it, sex ed class? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we should have had those, but later on in in like high school, because we had them young, like early. early on. So I feel like this should, you know, I think for people the, need to learn. I mean, more about sex and all that shit instead of going to porn for it. And yeah, but I think the reason why, bro, is because at that age, we are curious. So I remember I had a math teacher, and we were in sixth, sixth grade. And shit, every time she would write, her look at fucking, her boobs jiggle. Her boobs and her ass would jiggle. And we'd be like, damn, bro, she fine as hell. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's one of those where, like, at that age, we're thinking about that shit. So it's like, we need to get as much information as we can so that way we don't fucking hear something. Or, yeah, that's the, that's the thing, too. It's the scary about being a parent that you never know. Like, yeah, there's some sick people out here, man. So. Exactly. So. We were talking about this today at work, actually, and it was pretty interesting. So I was like, damn, this could be a topic, you know, because, you about know. the sexual energy stuff? Yeah, the sexual mm-hmm. energy, you know. And, and, and a guy that's constantly at the club trying to hustle and get, get laid is going to have a hard time uh, yep. getting laid compared to somebody that pulls up to that same club with the, in a Lambo. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of women are attracted to that shit. They're attracted yep. to the, 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 the they want to know how he got his fortune and like, I ain't saying she a, a gold digger she ain't messing <laughs> with no broke nigga <laughs> but it's one of those you know what I'm saying where it's like it's crazy how they're attracted to that like more. And, and the thing is I had this conversation with a with a friend and she was I worked because she was like what do you mean your red pill and then I was <laughs> she yeah, with that one, so I had to explain what the fuck and really what it is man it's like <clears throat> Yes, girl. It's common sense almost, man. Like, if you have nothing... Explain to the people that don't know, because there's some people that don't know what a red pill is, okay, and you so like, me, you like to see, mention let, it a lot. Let me, let me Google it. So and I, I would like to have... Red I, pill. I would like to get a female's intake on this kind of topic when it comes to sexual energy, 
Um, I actually thought you got it from the Matrix. You know, it's it's similar to that. I didn't get it from the Matrix, but it's similar. So used to refer to a process by which a person's perspective is dramatically transformed, introducing them to a new and typically distur- disturbing understanding of a, of the true nature of a particular situation. So what that means is you're basically, I understand the true nature of, of humans, period. Like, if I have nothing to offer you, then you're not going to be my friend. Kevin Gates said it, if you can't be used, you're useless. And that's with anybody. That's with your mom. That's with your dad. That's with that your is- friends. That's with your girl. If you can't. Make your girl come if she's probably gonna leave your ass. If, if you know she don't, <laughs> if she don't make you come, you're probably gonna leave her ass. So it's like, uh, uh, you just understand the true nature of that you know it's crazy because I was talking about that shit. And I was like, you have to make sure your circle, you guys can benefit off of each other. Rather, it's information, self development, uh-huh. something. So at, at some point, I think we, uh, the thing with the red pill community is that a lot of dudes are bitter. So that's why they're like, oh, I'm red pill. Like a girl probably hurt their feelings. So now they're just like, fuck girls. They just want your money and they just want. But I I think there is those girls out there that don't want your money, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't know. In my probably case, want sex, man. like, what was that? I said, but they probably just want sex. That too. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's just, yeah, I guess um, uh, there is those girls out there that don't need anything from you, but your company connection. or, yeah. That your, connection. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that's one of those where I. So I don't know. I might transition to the purple pill. <laughs> God damn. You got a pill for everything, brother. But it, it is one of those where, like, think about it, man. If you think, like, the people that surround you, like, there's got to be something. You know, one is making you better at the gym, mm-hmm. one is making you better mentally, one is making you better, you know what I'm saying? Like, emotionally, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have benefits. One is giving you the knowledge. One is being your mm-hmm. mentor, like, and vice versa, you know. And I think that's how you make your, you prepare yourself for success, really. That's what it is, you know. I feel like. You just got to put the people in there that make you feel good and that have, like, the best interest. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think over time, like, I've been fucked over a couple times. So I, I can see, I can see when somebody's just, like, using me or. Somebody's actually like genuine about it, you know. So I think that's really the biggest thing with that is just, yeah, knowing uh, knowing yourself and what you bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? If if you don't, that's when you're gonna be insecure and and start being weird and shit. Yep, a hundred percent agree, man. So yeah, let's roll on to the next. You know what I'm saying? So we got the information of the day. This is gonna be when we do this kind of. Uh, these episodes, the revamps, uh, we're going to come up with the information today, something that we might have probably read on the internet, read on some newspaper, or some fucking gems. learned today. Yeah, some gems, pretty some much. Jewels. So, AV, you had one? What, what was it? Okay, so uh, when was it? Thursday? Friday? I, wanted, I forgot, but I woke up. Uh, my homie hit me up to go to the gym. I went to the gym and then we're just chopping it up. I had a good morning already and we had a workout. So I was going to head to work and he, I was like, man, this is dope. Like I'm already, you know, it's barely eight, seven thirty or something. And I already did a bunch of shit. And then he said, uh, it's cause you're doing shit. You're, you know, you're doing, you're actually filling your day up with things that you like. Because he was like, if you do nothing, you'll get dragged into anything. True. 
Ah. So I was like, whoa, that shit just stuck to me. So if you're doing nothing, and he made this analogy, he's like, if you go to the, if you're going to the store and you don't know what you're getting, you're gonna be looking at a bunch of different shit. But if you go and you know that you need milk, you're gonna go straight for the milk, pay for the milk, and get the fuck out of there. But if you don't know what you're going to the store for, you're gonna be looking at this and this and that. And that same thing applies in life. If you're just sitting around doing nothing, then anybody can drag you into anything. Like, oh, let's go over here. You're not doing shit. So, oh, yeah, let's go. Fuck it. You know? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a big one. Shit. That, that's Cag, huh? Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Cag, man. He got it. He got it. He definitely. Uh, yeah, he's he's been A1, bro. I, I fucking love hanging out with him and shit. Like, and that's A1. my, that, you know, that's uh, that, that's the big homie right there. He's thir- He's 40 years old. I'm 26, and I, you know, that's that's one of my best friends. I kick it with that fool every day, every other day. He's probably one of the only people that I talk to on the daily, and that's because I know that he's been through a lot of shit. That, uh, yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't tell me anything that's gonna hurt me, you know. So, yeah, I think that's a big one, bro. And it's, it goes back to the like planning out your your five next moves, you know, because it's you know, like going day by day, just wondering. It's like. You'll just get yeah, dragged man. by anything. You don't want to do that shit. But my information, bro, this is kind of like very off. But when you take a shit, you know, you're you're if you have like a little stool where you put your legs and raise them a little bit, you get you get you you, you get a, a the shit can come out a lot better because you don't want that shit. <laughs> you don't want shit staying in your what is it the colon? You don't want shit staying there because then that can lead to like stomach aches and shit like that. So that's just something I okay, learned. So what you, what are you saying? I, I, people I try to. So when you take a shit, mm-hmm. you sit down on the toilet. You're supposed to have your legs a little bit raised. So you're supposed to have it on like a stool, like a little mm-hmm. stool where your legs are like. You so know, everything what I'm can drain out properly. So everything can drain out properly. That's very important. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because sometimes pieces of shit can stay stuck in your colon, and that's not good for you. You know what I'm saying? So. That's just something to keep in mind. I already ordered my little stool on Amazon because sometimes yeah. you feel like that shit. Like you, you take a shit and it doesn't co- like it doesn't come down fully. You feel yeah. like you still have some shit there, yeah. but it doesn't come out. Man, if so, uh, if those stools want to give us a little sponsorship, you know? Yeah, for real. We all leave the Amazon links. Nah, but in yeah, the that's bio. cool. That's cool, though, man. Because that's but it's a small pra- little detail. That's some practical stuff that, uh, that's good to know. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I actually, I actually have one, too. Oh, you got one? Yeah. Hit us. My friend sent me this, so uh, he's a close friend. He lives in North Carolina. He said, retirement isn't an age. It's when your passive income exceeds your living expenses. So, and he also says, build and buy assets that will set you free. Okay. Mm. So, it's like, you know. And a big one, too, now that you mentioned finances and shit, is also, you know, clearing your debt, you know. And then I think David, David Ramsey mentions it too like clearing out your debt that's going to pretty much get you a step closer to financial freedom you know what i'm saying so that's my next mission pay off credit cards pay off my car and just that was a relief when i fucking paid off my car yeah so now it's a matter of taking good care of it so that way you don't have to get into another payment for a good minute you know what i'm saying because yeah. That's that bullshit right there. That can drag you. That can definitely drag you, man. So I guess one was regarding to financial stuff. That's one of the things that I've been reading on that life app. Uh, is that you shouldn't? Yeah, basically what Becky told us. Like you have to just because you can. You're approved for a loan this big doesn't mean that you should get the whole thing. Like 
live below your means. So that's what I plan on doing right now is getting a small little house in the south side, you know, something that's mm-hmm. I'm not going to go in, in no crazy debt. Like, yeah, just get something small. I, I don't got nothing to prove. <laughs> well. Something I can fix in this cool and I got a backyard and that's it. Fixer upper. Yep. Yeah. Um, shit, y'all got anything else? Uh, man, I guess regarding to news, there's the, the, that war going on. Did you see that uh, explosion and shit? And bro, right. man, that shit is crazy. There's a lot of right. sad shit going on in the world. The Im- immigrant kids, um, right there on the board. I guess on the border, there, it's not going good, man. It's not going good. This bite. I guess Biden signed something and it's uh I don't know. I'm I'm questioning Biden's decisions and shit and I don't want to get too political, but it's like I don't know. I feel like somebody I think that's worth looking into is that war. I really don't know much about it, but I did I did start looking into it and cuz I seen a video of a building just blowing the fuck up and I guess um let me see. I don't know. I just know that I need to get an update on that uh uh rocket too that's fallen. You you heard that that uh, China launched the okay, rocket. Okay, so Israel and Gaza—that's that's, that's what, what, the the war that's going on. I'm not sure what. It, uh, okay, who started it? Uh, I'm not sure, but they, they blew up a, a media company. So the reason why they did it is so the war wouldn't be trans, transmitted around the world. So it's uh, yeah, I guess anybody that's uh, into politics—that's some some good shit to analyze and. And maybe on the next show we can have somebody call us and tell us what the fuck is going on with that because it's getting crazy. Hopefully, Saul would probably be a person to. Man, it, that's it's scary. It's scary. So sure. I guess with that being said, is just uh, appreciate life and and be grateful because there is people that are dying. That that building was like on some nine eleven shit, and there's kids and fucking. Uh, Concentration camps Basically Those immigration camps Are They look terrible man They look like You know So Be grateful for all the Other Little things If you got heat Air Water Food in your Refrigerator Be grateful For real But yeah We definitely gotta touch Touch base on that But um, Yeah I think we're good man I don't got any questions right now I think we covered everything Went straight down to the chase Y'all got anything else? That's about it man Y'all just I mean, I don't got uh, we have a slapper coming with Becky, the the credit queen. I think that yes. was a badass podcast yes. we had. Yes, because I want to say this one's going to come out uh, before. So this one, the Becky one's going to come out this Thursday, and this one might be coming out Tuesday. Okay, so yeah, if there's any topics you guys want us to touch on, any videos you want us to react to, or whatever y'all want us to do, just yeah. On the next gonna- one, we might have to bust the freestyle, fuck around. Yeah, for real. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, big shout out to everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm loving this revamp shit. You know, big shout out to Marco. Marcos. Marcos. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, new member of the team, but we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We're going to keep bringing the content to you guys, so y'all stay on the lookout for that. So, peace. Peace.